Hey, how are you doing? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to another episode of Life's Your Bitch. I am so excited to sit down and film today. If you are a regular video watcher, you'll be like, where's the video, Meg? It's not here this week. We will resume next week. I'm really sorry. I'm currently at home, like at home home, like family home, hometown vibes. Um, And I thought I had everything I needed with me, but I in fact do not. I thought I had a tripod and like a ring light here, but I can't find it. I don't think I have it. So we're going old school. We're kicking back. I'm actually currently lying on my bed and we're going old school podcast and I cannot wait. I'm actually really excited for it. I actually have been, this is really nice to just like plug the mic in and get chatting. I feel like it's going to feel even more casual, intimate, off the cuff the way I love my podcasts to feel. I am not joking, about two minutes ago, I just posted on my Instagram story, if you're an, if you're a follower of my personal Instagram, a post that says, it's a selfie of me in this exact position, I posted it six minutes ago, and it says, I swear I cannot function work-wise when I'm visiting home, when I'm out of routine, I literally do not know what to do with myself. And I was like, I'm just gonna film the podcast, we will admit defeat on the video this week, and I'm just going to film the podcast because it's an advice one. It's like an open advice. Life's your bitch. What, how to make life your bitch one. And I just thought maybe it would be quite nice actually. Just sit here and film it like this. I know I'm loving it. So I am really sorry if you do love the video. Only I think like 14% of you watch it with the video. So hopefully this week that 14% can forgive me. We will be back as normal next week. But I need to get on my pre-filming game because stay updated with my socials me and a very good friend are off on an unbelievable trip a very 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 exciting trip I also was just about to go to Starbucks and get a coffee because I haven't been drinking any coffee while I've been at home <sighs> and I need to take um an Argos parcel back <laughs> long story and I was like no because I'm gonna film a crime drive with me like you're just making excuses now just film the podcast so we're gonna go. I haven't looked at these questions. I've screenshotted some three days ago that looked good. I'm just gonna go with it. So, how, oh, I answer this question a lot actually. So let's not go straight in with that. I thought this one was crazy juicy, crazy awkward. I'm really sorry for you. I'm glad I'm not in this position. My mum's boyfriend has booked us a romantic holiday, but I want to break up with him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that is. The definition of not ideal. Also, though, how nice that your mum has booked you guys a holiday. That is so lovely. But as savage as it is, you need to stay true to what you... Oh, my God, guys, I was supposed to call an accountant back. Shit. That's what I was supposed to do. Oopsie. Anyway, I've just realised the time. And I'm like, there was definitely something I was supposed to do at, like, half one. It's 20 past two. We move. I'll call him after the podcast. Yeah, as savage as it is, you need to stick to your gut here and you 110% need to just stay with, oh my god, we didn't do gratitudes either. I'm all over the shop today. What am I grateful for? Time with my friends. Oh my god, I've had so much fun since being home. I'm also low, also low. I'm also a bit mentally exhausted because I think I underestimated the amount of alone time or like 
battery recharging I might need and as much as I think my friends are very comfy people and I don't find them draining my battery I'm finding that like walking around the house I'm a bit irritable and I think it's because I've gone from living alone working alone like I spent all of my time alone and I have not had this is the first morning I've had to myself since coming here and it's Wednesday and I came last Thursday I haven't had like a waking second alone so I'm feeling very grateful for the time with my friends like we have really made the most of it and I love them dearly and we've just had so much fun I'm so unbelievably grateful that I have a car for the week a rental company like gifted me a car for the week and one I mean it's, it's a Citroen C3 Aircross so it's not like a bougie car but it's a beautiful car like I want this car like it is gorgeous it's brand new it drives like a fucking dream it is so smooth it has a big like Apple AirPlay screen I always say that Apple CarPlay screen I'm so grateful like my hometown is 100% some somewhere that you need a car and neither of my well my friend drives but she doesn't have a car and the other one doesn't drive so I'm always designated driver so the first like two days I was here and didn't have a car I could feel the difference so I'm so grateful that I've got a car and I can just get up and go and get a coffee if I want and go and do this and I'm really excited to come drive with me so 100% that's at the top of my list and what else am I grateful for can I just say the beach my hometown like it's horrible weather which is such a shame but I just love being by the beach yesterday after work she went for a little lunchtime dip in the sea it was fabulous tonight is the first night of our summer fireworks where i'm from they do like fireworks every wednesday i don't know why they do them every wednesday but they do the most wednesdays in summer oh sorry guys and they start today did that make you yawn please dm me if that made you yawn because yawns always make me yawn even saying the word yawn see oh my god makes me need to yawn Oh, I'm such a contagious shorter. Anyway, yeah, so me and my friends go to the fireworks night. Like, how fucking cute is that? Like, just free fireworks, just, like, on the beach. And it gets so busy, so we think we're going to, like, go and have a swim at five, get some dinner, go and sit on the beach and watch the fireworks. And are you joking? How fucking fun is that? Anyway, back to the boyfriend. You need to stick to your guns. You need to do what you're originally going to do, like, regardless of outside situations, and, yeah, that's kind of all, I feel like that's all you can say, like, that's such a rubbish situation, like, that's really adds the awkward into the breakup, doesn't it, but, like, at the end of the day, I don't think, I mean, you can, you do you, but I don't think you can go on a holiday with someone that you want to break up with, because I always just think, put the shoe on the other foot, on your own foot, Imagine if this boy wanted to break up with you and your mum had booked you to a holiday and he went on this holiday and then broke up with you when you came back and kind of on the holiday you thought the whole time like he definitely wants to break up with me, la la la. You'd be fuming. You'd be like, one, you're a coward. Two, why did you come on the holiday and like almost lead me on and make me think everything was okay? Three, I could have bought my fucking friend. So as much as it's an awkward situation for you, I think especially in a relationship and especially in a, when a breakup is involved, we need to be considering like how we would want that situation to be dealt with if it was us. Like how would we want to be broken up with? And then I think we just have to stick to that because you love this person, you care about this person and they deserve the most, I'm, I'm assuming they deserve 
the most amicable breakup possible. Amicable just means like, okay, right? Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What to do after uni? I've just graduated with a fashion degree, slay girl. I literally went to say your name. That's why I went slay girl. Slay, well done. Big fat fucking congrats. I honestly believe if you have graduated and you've been through uni, especially through these funny years we've had, you can do absolutely anything. So huge fat congrats. You deserve every bit of re- relaxing and praise and everything you're going to get over the next few weeks, <laughs> few months, few year, to be honest. What to do after uni? I think always take a step back and rejuvenate, recuperate, relax, appreciate yourself and your brain for what you've just done. Oh my god, I'm so yawny today. I am so sorry. I feel like normal podcasters would cut that out, but I quite like it because it makes me feel like I'm just chatting to my friends if I keep stuff like that in. Like, it doesn't put pressure on the podcast and me, which I quite like. Anyway, I think my biggest thing for after uni is take some months some time a year who cares to step back get a part-time job well for the summer anyway at least like not everybody has the luxury of being able to live back at home but like my friend Gabby now has just graduated like well she's not actually graduated but she's just finished uni her graduation's not until September but she's just graduated and she's taken six months not thinking about much else getting a part-time job learning to drive saving up some money hopefully for a deposit like to move out not deposit for a house and then and then she'll figure it out like maybe come the new year and I think if you have the luxury of living at home and you don't have like something that you're dying to do like a passion a job a career a goal to go and achieve I think time out after uni is so valuable because I feel like for me anyway we don't realize how burnt out we are from uni until we kind of step out of it I mean I definitely did realize but as soon as you step out from it and like have some time off you're like oh and you can come back a fully new person and oh my god why am I going again and you can come back a fully new person and you'll need it and if you're asking what to do because you don't know what job you want you don't know what career you want you don't know what to do I think try new things I think my thing for the till the end of the year is like try new things with new people and stuff so go and volunteer somewhere that you think you might want to work or go and see if you can shadow someone in a career that you'd like to do why don't you try new hobbies try new places like just do new things because I think we are so consumed by uni while we're in it that we don't know what we want to do because we don't even know what we bloody enjoy half the time because we've just been so consumed by this subject for the last three years so take some time out if you can to get a part-time job or even a full-time job but like not career job save 
have a think about what you want to do, try new things, meet new people, go and like try on the careers you want to do, go and do some research about the jobs that you like. And honestly, my advice is just to take a fucking breather because once you start adult life, like that's it. Like once you go and get your career job, that is what you do now, a nine to five. So I would definitely just take some time, 100%. I took a long, long time. I'm only just getting started. I've been feeling this one big time recently in a different way. Envious of friends doing well when things aren't working out for me, jobs moving out, etc. I've been feeling envious of friends just in their life situation. I would say arguably neither of us doing better and worse than the other. Like, what does that even mean? Like, what, someone's more successful, someone's making more money. Okay, well, someone's spending less money or someone is having new crazy life experiences. So who's to say which is better and which is worse? But I'm definitely feeling like of my two home friends. Like, they'll talk and I'm just feeling a bit jealous. Like, they're at home, they're saving, they aren't tied down to any jobs or any places or any leases and they're like, oh, I'm going to do this until September, and then I might travel, then I might go and get a yachting job, my friend Imogen wants to do yachting, um, and then she's like, and then I might travel in January, but if I'm joining it, I won't, and I'm like, I envy how free you are, and arguably, obviously, I'm free as well, because of my job, my job's nature is quite freeing, that I don't have to be somewhere nine to five, etc, but I'm not in the way that I have a lease, and I have bills to pay, and I have rent to pay, and I can't leave this lease until December and then I have to find something to do or somewhere to go and they're just at home and they're saving and like I have definitely found myself like comparing and feeling envious of like honestly any other situation so I think the only way out of this is to I had a big journal I was like if I could do anything and I mean anything truly anything if I could have my way in a year what would that look like and obviously we have to be slightly realistic because it's in a year like you can't be like I'm gonna have four houses and a kid and a fiance and obviously not or like be the top of my company like I mean you could potentially do something like that in a year but I was like if I could really have anything anything that's like slight kind of within reach I didn't to be fair I wasn't even thinking about within reach I was like if I could have anything in the next year what would it be because I feel like we're envious of other people thinking people are doing better than us, worse than us, in a better position, wish we were in their position, when we don't feel secure in our own. So I think we need to get to, yeah, get to the root of why we're feeling envious, which I normally think is we're not feeling secure. Like, I'm jealous of them feeling free because maybe I'm feeling a bit stuck and I don't know what I'm doing and... I really like the idea of like being free at the moment because I'm not sure what to do like when my lease is up in December I'm not sure what to do I'm not sure if I want to stay in this place if I want to spend less money do I maybe even want to move home spoiler alert probably not but like there's a lot of options and I think that's what I was jealous of that they could kind of take and obviously we all can in some way or another but it was very easy for them take whatever option it is they kind of want to take so have a journal have a think about what you really want to do and I asked this question really not because I'm even saying dream big I'm saying with no judgment from other people what do you really want to do this time next year do you really want to be traveling 
Is that really what you want? Do you want to be saving? Do you want to buy a house this time next year? Do you, I mean, that would, that would be crazy if you could save that much money in a year, fair play to you, but like I ask, what do you really truly want if you could have anything? Because I think sometimes we think we should want this, we should want that, we should be doing this. And that's definitely how I started to feel. I was like, I, yeah, should, should, should. And also at the same time, this feeling of something I've been thinking about a lot recently is not having a next. I'm always very much like a, which is good because I'm not like this maybe at the moment. I'm like, I'll be happy when, when I've finished uni, when I've gone to Bali, when I've moved into a flat in Manchester, when I have this much money, when I earn this much money or whatever it is, when I finally am able to travel. And at the moment, I feel like I don't have a next. Like, I'm not sure what that next step is, what that next thing is, like that next relatively big thing I'm looking for where that is not even necessarily working towards or getting excited about but like I don't know what that next step is in my life and I feel like that's for me why I was looking around and comparing other people and seeing and doing so stripping that back and being like what do you really want Megan like what do you really want what would this next thing be to you if it could be anything because when you have a little bit of clarity and I'm not saying you need to figure your whole life out I'm saying six months three months, a year kind of vision-ish, you'll stop being envious of other people because you'll be on your path and you'll be on your plan and you know that you're working towards something that you really want to do and something that you love. And I think, yeah, we're envious of other people and we, we tend to look around when we don't feel secure and happy in the place that we're in. And I think we can give ourselves that security and happiness just by figuring out what we want and I almost think that just like figuring it out and knowing is sometimes enough peace of mind like we don't always have to strive for it and work really really hard for it and have it like sometimes just knowing in your head that like I'm not envious of that because I want this anyway can be super helpful finished uni and going back to my hometown changing mindsets slash making new memories there etc kind of just like a topic to talk about and I kind of wanted to drop this in because I had already planned and it's been on my plan for quite a while and I've been waiting to like come back to my own hometown to plan it is I'm the next is it gonna be the next podcast episode I think it's the next or the next next but I think it's the next podcast episode it's gonna be about like hometown stereotypes and the idea of like staying in your hometown, not being successful, being successful, being able to, like how helpful it is to be able to move home if we have that privilege and save, but then also tied to the stereotype of going back to your hometown after uni and that not being a a good, successful thing to do, apparently. And just like all the stereotypes and thoughts and feelings that come with that. So I'm going to do a whole episode on it, but don't ever think that coming home, spoiler alert, don't ever think that coming home is unsuccessful. The last thing you want to do is jump into something you don't want to do, rent you can't afford, rent in a city that you don't want to be in. Like, like I just said, take time. Finishing uni and going back to your hometown, I think is a really great thing to do for a while, especially if you don't know what it is you want to do and especially if you have that privilege of going home use it take advantage of it like it can be so helpful to help you plan out like the rest of your bloody life like 
these few months could be so valuable if you or year who knows how long you'll be at home if you use them well so don't let anybody make you think it's unsuccessful that you've come home even though some of your friends might be like straight to the big city getting jobs like great I'm so glad that they know what they want to do and that is so good for them but doesn't mean you have to so don't worry relax and tune into next week's episode How to stop obsessing slash comparing yourself to your ex's new girlfriend. So your old boyfriend has a new girlfriend and you're comparing yourself to her. This is really, really sad because I think it's... I think it's easily done, which is really sad, but just to look at the person that obviously you loved and loved you and to be like, so that's what they wanted. Like, I'm not good enough. This is what she has that I don't have and rah, rah. I was actually listening to, and obviously it's like a comedic, but they were being honest, I think, the Shits and Gigs um, girls' bathroom episode, and they were like, boys aren't doing that. Boys aren't comparing this girlfriend to you. Like, they were both like, that's just not something we do. Like, we don't look at a new girl and be like, oh, that girl had this quality in these, and this girl doesn't, or she had long brown hair and she has short brown hair and she has whatever and she has whatever. And they were like, we don't do that. It's just like a whole new person we're not comparing elements we're not trying to find someone necessarily better than you or has qualities that you didn't have or whatever they're like this is to us just a new person so maybe take comfort in the fact that he's definitely not doing that and to be honest sorry it's irrelevant what he's thinking what he's doing what he's doing with your life now he's your ex he's your ex for a reason you weren't supposed to be who cares if you're not not his type if you're if you look nothing like his new girlfriend you're not his girlfriend he's not your person you're not his and it doesn't matter and their relationship now what she looks like what she acts like what she does has nothing to do with you says nothing about you that's his life that's his new path you were always are always will be more than enough you are beautiful you are adventurous you are driven you are ambitious you are kind you are gentle you are funny you are always will be more than enough you are always good enough so don't let this new girl ever make you think that you weren't and you might not be going forward because their new relationship has nothing to do with you and if you look at this girl and think I'm going to assume you think she's maybe better looking or funnier or has a life together more than you or whatever she doesn't and so cliche but like we always say someone else's beauty does not take away from your own and clearly you just need some self-love you need to let yourself know this and you need to take care of yourself and make yourself feel like you're enough like clearly you're telling yourself that you're not like work on yourself spend time with yourself go and date yourself make yourself feel unstoppable make yourself feel like a bad bitch that you are and it will come naturally I feel like when we're comparing ourselves to other people especially when it comes to exes and new girlfriends it's just because we're our ego's taking a hit and our self-worth and self-love and self-confidence is all taking a bit of a hit 
and really all it needs is rebuilding like this girl's beauty or whatever it is has nothing to do with you and never ever ever will take away from your own so just almost give yourself the time of day and like give yourself compassion treat yourself like someone you love and build back up your confidence and your worth in yourself because you are worth so much more and you don't deserve to feel like this a little bit of a different one I am a micro influencer and I'm struggling with knowing what to post and whether I'll go viral help I think I want to do a whole episode on like being an influencer being your own boss like pros and cons of all of that and just like a big episode on some like I don't want to spoil it all but just like topics kind of like that I feel like everybody these days is like striving to be their own boss and stuff and I think I just want to like sit down and talk about it and chat about my views and yeah just like the whole the whole influencer life but um I think that anybody wanting to get into content creation in some way or another out there is that always 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 so cliche so annoying stay true to yourself I have to check myself my content regularly and be like would you watch this is this the type of content you love are you replicating content that's getting views hoping it'll get you views are you posting tiktoks videos podcasts that you love are you speaking about things on the podcast that actually interest you are you posting vlogs that you think are actually good that you would actually watch this tiktok would you watch past 10 seconds do you actually think this is good would you actually just like keeping myself in check all the time like am I aligning back to my own morals my own values having to look at the bigger picture and being like what's my end goal here what do I love doing are my what was my journal prompt are my short-term actions and long-term goals aligned and that's something I always come back to as well and just like the layout of my social media is everything I think as long as you're staying true to you you really 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 have to believe in yourself like stop thinking about if something will go viral because that's not the only way to build as a content creator that's not the only way to get followers arguably you don't want everything you're doing to go viral depending on the type of audience you're trying to build because then you don't have a community you don't have a consistent community of people that love you and care about you and care about what you're doing and want to know what you're doing care about what you're saying care about what you're eating what you're wearing what you're doing with your time new habits you're forming like new things you're trying you need to not define your niche I don't think everybody needs a niche as such but like somewhat you need a niche of like what you enjoy talking about what just look at like what kind of content you consume what of it do you find enjoyable find helpful find funny what of it are you watching again and again and again and mix that in with what you're passionate about what you like to talk about what you like to give out to the world the message you want to bring and believe in yourself and just keep going like there's no secret formula there's algorithms you can try and understand and things that you can try and make work in your favor 
I'm definitely not the person to ask for that. But I think as a basis, especially when it comes to like being a micro-influencer and starting out, never forget your mission, your values, your morals and stay consistent and you really, and I mean really, key thing here is have to believe in yourself because if you're not going to believe in yourself, you can't expect other people to believe in you, to latch on to you, to... Wow, light bulb moment. You just can't expect other people to love you, love your content, believe in you, watch you, take an interest in you, learn from you. If you don't believe in yourself, and it's such a hard job, like you said, struggling with what to post, knowing if I'll go viral, knowing if I should stop. If you don't believe in yourself, the universe and the algorithm won't. And that's a bit like hippy-dippy because algorithms and numbers and we're talking about belief in ourselves. But I just do honestly believe that if you don't have belief in yourself in this job, I feel like you've got nothing. Like, if you don't really think you can make it or believe that you really have something to give and something to say and something of value to add to the internet, if you don't really believe that in yourself, and that value doesn't have to be big and huge, it could be, no, I I make great capsule wardrobe outfits no, no, I have the best overnight oat recipes, like, I do, every day I'll give you a new one, like, they are banging, or maybe you think, like me, you just have a lot of opinions on a lot of stuff, and I love sharing my journey, and I love being able to help people, and I love the thought of people, like, learning from my mistakes, and not having to do silly things I've done, or someone watching my video and feeling motivated, I've always had, I've always been the advice friend, I've always been the inspiration friend, I've always been the friend to try the new wellness hack, try this, like, keep on top of myself, and I believe that I have something to give, and something to share, and something that people can learn from, and something that people can take value from, and I believe that, and I think that is the key thing, find your mission, find your values, believe in it, and stay consistent with it. Okay, I think I'm going to do like two more. Feeling good in my own body, going on holiday with all of my gym rat friends that are four sizes smaller than me. Oh man. Number one, go and listen to Size Up Girl Summer podcast because that's my podcast. It's an episode title, not a podcast title. Um, I think it was two weeks ago now when this is, no, 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 it was like three weeks ago now, I think when this is going live that's all I kind of talk about, like, coming to terms with your body, being at peace with your body, I have a whole episode on it, and I think it's the best episode I've ever put out, but maybe, what's, like, one piece of advice I would summarise from that podcast, I think we all have a natural state in which our body likes to be in, I do truly believe that, I think, you know, we can absolutely change our body and we can, I'm not saying if you don't like your body, like, tough, that's a natural state, but I do think we have a happy, natural state that our body kind of goes into, like a body shape, everybody's got a natural body shape that when they put on a few extra pounds, where does yours go? Everybody's kind of got that, everybody's got their natural body shape, some people will never be as small as, I don't think I'm someone that can, like, ever be as small as, like, people around me, I remember when I was at my smallest, I still felt like I wasn't, 
like I was really trying and there were still people around me who I felt like were naturally smaller than me and it's annoying to come to terms with when you're the person that's quote-unquote bigger and society tells us big is bad but it's not big is beautiful and big is fine and big is normal and big is okay and big is just fucking normal and beautiful and no less worthy no less beautiful is beautiful I think that we all look and I genuinely do I this is cliche but I genuinely do think it's beautiful that we all look so different and we all have different natural body shapes because it'd be so fucking boring if we didn't um and my point was even though I'm saying this you you can always change what you look like if you're not happy and I I think that is also okay if you want to lose weight and you want to try and like shift your body composition I do think that's fine but my point is I think we all have a natural state that our body is super happy and that our body just like thrives in that our body has the most energy is the happiest is whatever and if yours is four sizes bigger than the girls you're on holiday with so be it who cares are you telling me you'd rather be their size and not be happy and because I've been there and have no energy be a bit moody have bad skin have no period my hair was fucking brittle like just to be small because that sucks or not have the energy to like go on the walks you're going to go on this holiday just so you can be small just so you can like be the size of everybody else and I know it's not as easy as this and I know it is really hard because I definitely have been that friend um and it is it is it is a rubbish feeling and it's sad that it's a rubbish feeling because it shouldn't be and it doesn't mean anything but society has unfortunately over the years told us otherwise but you are so beautiful and there is so much more to life than how you look on this holiday this holiday is going to be incredible and if they're your friends they're not going to say shit they're not going to judge you they don't care they're not friends with each other because they're all the same size and then you're the odd one out they love you and you're a gorgeous person you're a beautiful human and you are so lovely and your body is the least interesting thing about you and there's just so much more to life and so much more to summer than like shrinking and yeah I'm really sorry you feel this way because it actually is a really rubbish feeling but just know regardless of what you look like you are beautiful and you're worthy and you're gonna have the best time and hopefully when you get there you'll realize that it's minor and it doesn't matter and the holiday was fabulous no matter the size you are you're never gonna look back on this holiday when you're like 50 with kids and you can't go on a friend's holiday or 80 and you can't even get on a plane anymore and think no like that holiday I just I needed to be four sizes smaller like it was a rubbish holiday like you're never ever gonna think back and remember the size you were is my point that will never come into your mind okay last one how to find the balance of saving for a house and having a social life in your 20s this again comes back to what do you really want what do you really want one of those two things is more important to you than the other having fun in your 20s and being silly and spending maybe a bit more or really crunching down on saving for your house like one of those sounds more appealing to you And I want you to do some real journaling of like, what do you really want? 
from this life, from the next few years, what do you, from the next few years, not from this life, that's intense, from the next few years in your early 20s, what do you really want? How do you want to look back on your 20s and think, I'm so glad I set myself up for my future and bought this house and rah rah, or fuck it, I'm so glad that I had the best early 20s, never going to get them years back, I can save later on, it is hard in this like fucking day and age and this what it um has anyone seen that tiktok where she was like the crisis of living because <laughs> same babe it is hard in the crisis of living these days to feel like you need to be saving it i feel like i've definitely thought about it saving like every penny because times are really tough and apparently with a generation that's never going to get on the housing market and all of this rubbish it is, and I'm not giving financial advice here whatsoever, but I'm saying I understand why it's hard to just be like, fuck no, I should be saving now, like, if I'm never gonna get a house, I should be saving now, but, yeah, at the end of the day, there'll be one of these two things that you, that is more important to you, and I think you need to run with it, and maybe you can just agree to yourself, okay, cool, I'm gonna put 10% every month into an ISA so that, like, you know, there's money building on it, and, I'll accept that I'm gonna buy a house in like four years. I don't need it in two years. I don't need it in three years. I'm gonna save, but I'm gonna let it take longer. Or you might want it super soon. This is what I mean. You need to figure out for you which of these sounds more appealing and go with it because there's not a right answer. There's no way to find balance. There's not a theory. The balance is completely individual, person to person. What you want from this money, your life, your spendings, your savings, etc. I think I'm going to leave that there. And like I said, next week's episode is all about hometown... What word did I use? Stereotypes. So I want to know your... I want to know your favourite thing. The journal prompt is, what is your favourite thing about your hometown? And do you have any internalised feelings on going back to your hometown? You don't have to share them with me. You don't have to share them with anyone. If your friend was like, I'm moving back home, if you had to move back home, what is your internal thoughts on that? Are you internally a bit judgy? It's okay if you are, it's not your fault, it's society that's done that to us. But have a little tiny look at your internal thoughts towards the hometown. I hope you guys have enjoyed this much, much more relaxed episode. I know I have. But for some reason, my jaw is really sore. And I don't know why. I think it's probably the angle that I'm seeing at. Regardless, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. And I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Love you guys. <laughs>